to the Equip and Ignite podcast, powered by Bill Glass Ministries. Since 1969, God has used Bill Glass Ministries to impact people from all walks of life with the gospel. Whether through evangelism training, at a citywide crusade or prison evangelism event, or just in daily life, God has connected so many people together through this ministry and the power of the good news. While just a scratch of the surface, these are some of those stories. After listening to each episode, we hope you feel encouraged, equipped, and ignited. Welcome to the Equip and Ignite podcast powered by Bill Glass Ministries. I'm your host, Kit Van Arsdale. On this episode, I have a wonderful guest with me today, Matt Blagg. Matt Blagg has been a platform guest with us for ever, seems like. (laughs) Um, His first event was in October of 1997. Uh, Matt is a... uh, a longtime worship leader. He is the worship leader at the road.tv in Choctaw, Oklahoma. And um, he is one of my, uh, the most fun openers to watch because he, he's just musically inclined and everybody likes musicians, I would hope. And, and Matt covers the gamut. So uh, Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kit. Thank, good to be here. All right. Well, hey, can you give me a, a short bio? Who is Matt Blagg? How did you meet Jesus? All that. <laughs> Who is Matt Blagg? That's a good question. I'm still trying to figure out. But Matt Blagg is a is a husband and a father, a child of God, a, a singer and a songwriter, uh, a watcher of sunsets, a lover of people, writer of writer of songs and singer of songs, and village weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I grew up in a Christian home. Have wonderful parents. Um, I course you know growing up in church i remember walking the aisle getting saved and baptized at age 11 but it really wasn't until i think after my freshman year in college when things really changed for me i i remember kind of just coming to the end of my rope and kind of had an having an identity crisis trying to answer that question you just asked me who is matt blagg and i remember working for my grandpa that summer for a couple of weeks and driving a tractor and just praying, God, I need help here. I, I need some help. And literally my, my music minister at church called me one Wednesday, said, hey, Matt, bring your, bring your trumpet to church tonight, which I didn't think anything of it. But there was a group there called the Continental Singers, and they were touring out of uh, Los Angeles, and they'd been on tour for uh, three or four days, and they still needed a trumpet player. So I kind of had been set up. <laughs> I auditioned and literally left the next day on the tour bus for three and a half months. Wow. And something about just God used that tour, that experience, that situation to do a 180 in my life. And I think it just, that's when I kind of surrendered. And he said, hey, I've got this plan for you. You walk in this and haven't looked back. That's awesome. Yeah, that's it was awesome. awesome. Yeah. We played every night, in, in, uh, except when we flew back and forth to Europe, had a, had a concert every night at different places and churches and stayed in host homes. And it was a great experience. So I know in your, in your pref- professional past that you've also played with the likes of Aretha and the Temptations. And one of the ones that I wanted to ask you specifically about was B.B. King, because I'm a huge blues yeah. fan. How yeah. in the world did you get connected with B.B. King? <clears throat> it's an interesting story, <clears throat> and it's really a another God ordained thing. 
I was tra- traveling and I had my own music ministry and things were going well. And, and my wife, Carrie, was my booking agent. And then when we got pregnant with Ethan, our firstborn, she got, she was sick a lot, but I was out doing 200 dates a year. Oh my God. It's kind of like I came home and, and saw all these open dates in the calendar because she wasn't able to book dates. And I was just thinking, what are we going to do? Hmm. And this opportunity came along to play with this local kind of R&B soul band. They're called Smiling Vic and the Soul Monkeys. Smiling <laughs> Vic was like kind of a cross between James Brown and Lou Rawls. Man, he was great. I mean, he had all these. And so a lot of the the front man moves, if you see me, I learned from him. But I played trumpet in that band for about five years. And I remember thinking, you know, at first thinking, being a little upset because I, I thought, well, God, you, you called me to do this music ministry thing. And now here I am having to play in this bar band. One night at, we were on a break and, you know, I just went outside to get some fresh air, get out of the smoke. And the keyboard player's girlfriend sat down next to me and she said, you're a Christian, right? And I said, yeah, I'm, but I'm one of the nice ones. <laughs> and, and she said, well, I, I'm really searching and I'd like to hear more about this. Wow. And that's when it became clear to me that God put me there mm-hmm. to, be light, to be salt and light. So this band, we go on to win the Oklahoma Blues Society has a competition. We won that. And when you win that, you get to go to Memphis to, to uh, play it, to enter the international blues competition in Memphis. Wow. So we actually went out to Memphis and won that competition for best unsigned band in America. Wow. Which is really cool. From there, we got to play on the the WC Handy Awards, which if you're familiar with the blues, the Handy Awards are the equivalent of the Grammys of the blues. So we got to play at that, got to rub shoulders with like um, all the like good grief, Buddy Guy, Bonnie Raitt was there, Eric Clapton was there, you know, everybody's wanted to see him, but I just kind of got to shake their hand and say hi to him because we're backstage. And then from there, after the Handy Awards were over, we went down to B.B. King's blues club mm-hmm. there on Peel street in Memphis. And we were kind of the house band. And then all of a sudden this guy walks up with a guitar and it's BB King. And wow. so there we are playing with BB King. That's how that happened. That's awesome. It, it was awesome. I was just like, I was pinching myself saying, is this real? Yeah, it was. Wow, that's cool. It was a great opportunity. So when did you go from being a, a traveling musician on the road all the time to a worship pastor? <laughs> In 2006, I think, it's kind of a year long. This kind of switch just kind of went, you know, over the course of a year. And I felt like the Lord saying, hey, it's it's time to come up for air and maybe say yes to a church. Hmm. And so so I did. And um, I've, I kind of learned that I essentially do the same thing as I do when I'm traveling as far as I, I love on the church and I invest in people except I get to do it in the same place and kind of put down a little deeper roots. I looked at it. I was at my former church, North Point for 12 years. So I kind of looked at it as like doing a, a 12 year concert. Right. So instead of you were the house band for North Point. I was, I was instead of doing a, instead of, uh, you know, pulling out all my tricks in a, in a one hour concert, I had to pace myself and save it over a 12 year period. (laughs) So how did you, how did you get involved with Bill Glass? My, um, our, our, the church that we went to in Norman, Oklahoma was Trinity Baptist Church. And there was this, uh, one of our elders and his wife were Jim and Bonnie Lang, oh, who really? I know that you know, Kit. Yeah. Jim was our former um, 
prison director at Bill Glass. Mm-hmm. And a couple of years after, after I got there, I got to know them pretty well. And, and Jim said, Hey, we're going to, we're going to be moving to Dallas and start working with this, with this guy named Bill Glass. And I was thinking Bill Blast, the clothing guy is like, Who's Bill? <laughs> what? I didn't know who Bill Glass was. And literally for three years, they would ask me, Hey, you need to come minister with us. And I just said, no, no, thank you. I had been a part of some prison ministries before well-meaning they go in and, and ironically these people do did all the stuff that we tell people not to do when you go into a prison, they did it. And, and now I know why, mm. because I literally had the feeling of, I, I'm not sure if we're doing more harm than good here. Oh, wow. So I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth to think, and I don't want to really be a part of that, but I heard an interview or read an interview with Bill Glass and I don't even remember what it was in some magazine or something. I mean, I remember him talking about Deion Sanders and, and I just really liked how Bill approached things. Mm-hmm. I called Jim and Bonnie and said, okay, sign me up. We'll give this a try. And, and I think that, uh, yeah, fall of 1997, literally, I remember we did the first day of champions was on my 30th birthday. So that's really? how, that's how I remember. I couldn't believe it because they said, well, we don't want you to play gospel Christian music. We want you to just play, you know, rock and roll, beat R&B, whatever soul music you do. And the fact that we could play this music that I love, R&B soul music, and then people got saved. It, it I just thought, how cool is that? And it's just a, another reminder. Look how big God is. Yeah. He doesn't fit in all the boxes we try to put him in sometimes. So all that work you put in on the road really, really paid off in prison. It did. It really did. I, I learned how to be a front man. Mm-hmm. I learned how to connect with a crowd. Yep. And that's what it's all about, right? That's awesome. First team is our consistent giving program. It's for those that, that give monthly and there are different benefits to that, like no registration fees for, for teammates and things like that. And I noticed that, that you've been a, a member of first team uh, almost since the beginning. So since 2004, yeah. Um, yeah. Why, why do you feel that it's important to be a member of first team? This is a ministry I believe in. I have to pay lots of bills. I don't like paying every month. So seeing firsthand what this ministry does and the the return on my investment, you know, obviously it's not a check, but that that debit each month is one of my favorites. Just being a part of this ministry and kind of seeing behind the scenes and seeing how it's ran. And and I, I just, I love being a part of that. So my wife and I are, we want to give. You know, we want to be givers and give to things we believe in. And and I, I think I, I get it kind of being a, a businessman. I was self-employed for 18 years before I started working at a church. I kind of have a little bit of a, at least a little bit of a business mentality for a musician anyway. But, <laughs> and I do real estate too. I'm a real estate investor. So knowing how consistent monthly giving gives you a baseline or a bedrock that you can plan for and you can budget for. So when Bill Glass, we start looking at 2022 events, we know, okay, we know we can do this many. And then if God provides more like big gifts, you know, unexpected gifts along the way, great. But to have a base financial of uh, that, you, a financial base that you can depend on and budget for. And, and it's the same way in churches. I understand. I understand how that works, you know, having to go through, budgeting processes. So I see how it's important. And and a lot of people would tell you they would rather have consistent monthly givers than sporadic one-time gifts. Now we'll take the one-time gifts. Sure. Sure. Don't, don't hear me, you know, hear me, but this, that, that 
consistent monthly giving that it, that can, enables our consistent success. Awesome. So I, I, I believe in it. That's why. Yeah, I started, I, I joined the first team when I was still a volunteer. Also, we'll pretty much first started. Same reason, same reason. Right. Build the yeah. foundation, keep it going and keep it going so we can keep it growing. You know, that's, that's, yeah, that's good. That's, that's, good. that's what we, that's the goal. Cause uh, the, for, for me, since I'm not a platform guest, I don't know what I would do if I was one. I don't have any, I don't have any talent. Uh, you know, computer you stuff's not really something you can throw up on a stage or anything like no, that. No, man. IT is pretty sexy. You could you uh, can do that. Well, I don't know about that. And I think we'll <laughs> have to edit that part out. But anyway, um, I just, the, the, I just see so many people come out of this having never shared the gospel and now they share the gospel to know that there are churches out there that are, that have bill glass people in them. And to know that like the road, for instance, um, having met with the road and then having talked to you before this with the, the community connections that they make and how they are out in the community and doing that, you know, re- reaching people where they're at. That's, I mean, that's, yeah. the, that's the church, right? That's what the church is supposed to Absolutely. do. So Absolutely. I, I think Bill Glass can play a, a huge part in that and has for almost what, 52 years now. So, no, all right. No. So do you have any, is there, is there like one Bill Glass story, Bill Glass experience you had that really just sticks in your mind? I know there've been a ton because you've been yeah. on what, like 80 or something events. I don't know. I've, I've lost count. Um, I know I'm getting close to a hundred, but I've stopped to, I haven't stopped to count up in a while. A couple of them, like, one was, was in Parchman, Mississippi. Wow. Years back at, um, have you ever been to Parchman? Did you ever get I have not. Parchment? I haven't had that privilege. Yeah. It's a big farm and it's where the, the John Grisham book, the chamber, that's yep. where that, that was set at that, that gas chamber there. I, I have a, actually a picture of me inside the gas chamber, wow. but that we got sent to, um, do a, a program at the HIV unit hmm. and, walked in it was it was kind of wild you know these guys literally it's like they were just locked off in a corner of the world and forgotten about we had i mean we had a great time and had a good show and i don't know why i felt led to in that in that program with amazing grace which i hardly ever do but i was singing with my eyes closed and i happened to open my eyes and i just saw a church broke out basically is what happened wow and all these, a lot of these guys, I say most of them were standing up, so had their hands raised, tears running down their faces. And it was just one of those times where God spoke almost audibly to me. I could count on, you know, one hand the times that it's happened in my life so far. But it was just a reminder. He said, look, Matt, the thing that's amazing about grace is that it's for everyone, not just squeaky clean church people. It's for everybody. And that's what's so beautiful about it. And that was a real, that was just a, an amazing moment, amazing God moment. Another time was um, we were doing pods and I can't even remember where, I just remember we did like 11 in a row (laughs) and (laughs) like number two, I think there was this one inmate that, that, you know, as you know, kit that they keep the like peanut butter jars are a hot commodity there because they mix, you know, tea and make coffee and stuff in them and mix their lunch and stuff. We're playing, Ernie and I were playing and, this guy had two peanut butter jars, like a small one and a bigger one. And he was playing them like a, like bongo drums. <clears throat> and he was pretty good. So we, uh, we convinced him to let him go with us. So he kind of went on tour with us. Uh, 
playing peanut butter jars. So we'd literally take it, you know, he'd be playing a song. We'd stop and go peanut butter jar solo. And he'd just play, you know, playing these peanut butter jars, like a percussion. And it was super cool. So that's that was, awesome. that was a memorable, memorable occasion too. That's I could probably go on and on and on, but it, those are two ones that stuck out. Well, Matt, thanks for, thanks for joining us today. If, if somebody wants to find you and your music, where, where, where can they find you? You, I'm very findable all over the world wide web. Just go to mattblag.com, two T's and two, two G's, and you'll find more Matt than you ever wanted to. All right. And so if they just happen to be wandering through the great state of Oklahoma on a Sunday morning and they want to see you, where do they need to go? Go to theroad.tv. And we have four Sunday services, 8, 9, 15, 10, 30, 11, 45. And it's a great place. And if you do come, please come introduce yourself because I'd love to meet you. Well, Matt, thanks again. It's, thanks, kid. Uh, good to see you. I feel like I haven't seen, I think it's been like a year and a half since I've talked it's to you. Yeah, in a minute. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for doing this. I'm glad you're doing it. And thanks for what you do, bro. I appreciate you over the years, your hard work and all that you've done. Well, thank you. Look forward to seeing you in person. Likewise, Kit. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you'd like more information about our ministry, go to BehindTheWalls.com where you'll find our events calendar. You'll find links to our social media sites. And if you would like to learn more about being a first team member, you can go to BehindTheWalls.com slash first team. Thanks, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Equip and Ignite podcast, powered by Bill Glass Ministries. We hope that you've been encouraged by another story of God working in an amazing way. Our desire is that you walk away from each and every episode empowered to allow the Holy Spirit to use you for His glory as you work out your faith every day. If you're interested in learning more, getting involved, or supporting Bill Glass Ministries, check out our website at BehindTheWalls.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Bill Glass Behind the Walls and Instagram at BGBTW. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Equip and Ignite podcast, powered by 